Welcome back, everybody. There's lots to do in the Great Michigan Weekend this weekend. Donna Summer will be at the Fisher Theater tonight. That should be a great show. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, of course, Miss Summer is no longer with us. The Donna Summer Musical, honoring Donna and her great talent at the Fisher. And then Patty LaBelle in Farmington. What a great show that'll be. Tomorrow, you got the St. Patrick's Day Parade. First one they've had since 2019, so they are very excited and uh, you got Fiddler on the Roof at the Fisher. And with us on the line right now, one of our favorite radio TV personalities. And I know I speak for everybody out there in the audience when I say, Christy McDonald, the first question and the most important one to all of us is, yeah. how are you and how are the kids? Good morning. You know, we're doing okay. My kids are doing well. I have three teenagers in the house which is uh, is frightening beyond belief to me. Um, A 13-year-old, almost 16, and an 18-year-old. I'm going to have a graduate this year. Oh, um, God help you. I I mean, seriously, it's an everyday task. Um, But uh, but they're they're doing well. But it is one of those, you know, reminders. Um, I was just at my daughter's high school musical last night. You know, all the things that um, I wish Jamie were here for. Yes, uh, but uh, they're but they're doing okay. Thank you for asking. But of course, uh, we we don't have to recap that much because it was such a uh, powerful story and so sad. The great Jamie Samuelson, longtime sports guy here in town. Steve, you worked with Jamie at the Fan, did you not? I did, and uh, you know it, it was one of the joys of my career because not only was Jamie uh, an amazing young fella, uh, he was also extraordinarily good at what he did so christy thank you very much for joining us here this morning and uh you know we go back to uh his private battle uh with colon cancer that went on for some 19 months and he lost that battle on august 1st uh 2020 uh congratulations and thank you very much for what you do christy let me just ask you you know the nature of colorectal cancer is a topic as a society that we didn't talk a whole lot about because of what it represents. But because of your education, uh, I think we're talking about it and more importantly, acting on it more. Do you agree with that? I do, Steve, and I'm so glad that we're talking about it. I tell you, no one wants to go through um, what we went through in, in fighting colorectal cancer um, especially at late stages. But if you are able to start talking about it with your doctor, with your primary care physician, and, and get a plan in place about when you should go for screening and what age you're at and what your health is at, this is a very treatable cancer. And I think that that was what was so difficult for us to wrap our, our heads around because Jamie was 47 when he was diagnosed. And everything that we knew as people in our 40s was, oh, colon cancer, that, that's not supposed to be a very difficult cancer and and it's something that you can catch and you can treat but what as we went through the process and and we had to learn so quickly um, right after he was diagnosed is that more younger people are being diagnosed with it and when they're being diagnosed they're being diagnosed at further along stages Mm. and it's deadlier because it's not on our radar but thank goodness I mean it started years ago with Katie Couric and right. everything she went through with her husband right. on NBC. You guys remember that. Right, of course. Um, sure. But then locally, um, once Jamie came out, and yes, we were very private when he was fighting because he just wanted to continue living life every day. And, you know, some days we would talk and we would say, today's a cancer-free day. Today, we're not talking about cancer. Right. We're not talking about treatment. We're not talking about what could happen. Wow. Um, and that helped him 
um, uh, you know, a little bit. But then for him to come on and say, this is what I have. You need to get checked out. And it's the least that I can do now to continue that message for him. It's an important message, and as Steve pointed out, we we don't uh, like to talk about it or think about it. And for a lot of people, that was easy to put off because we thought, oh, you know, they tell you you don't even need to be checked until you get in your 50s. And now we're learning that people in their 20s should be checked, right? Yeah, Jim, and I think the thing is, is you need to start to have the dialogue with your doctor. You have to figure out if you have a family history. The majority of the colorectal cancer cases does not come from a family history, but if you do have a family history, that is a flag there. And sometimes, you know, in our 20s and 30s, we ignore a lot of the symptoms if, you know, if we've got something going on with our bowels, because again, we don't want to talk about it. Um, Talk to your doctor tell them the symptoms that you're having. Don't ignore it. And, you know, there's a lot of research that's going on right now saying, why is this happening to younger people? Is it something that we're eating? Is it something in the environment? Is it antibiotic use? Um, There's all sorts of different things that they're studying right now. They're not sure, but they do know that the incidences of younger people getting it is on the rise. I mean, you look at, um, it was a month after Jamie passed away, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, he was 40 years old. He had had it for three years. Um, So, you know, these are reminders, unfortunately for me in the life that I live right now. um, I don't have Jamie here with me anymore. But if we can get the word out every March that's, you know, Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month is a reminder. Maybe you're going to tell one person, um, even a private conversation. um, If it can get to one family or another family so they don't have to walk this road. Um, I will be I will be so happy, and that will be just something for Jamie's memory. Christy, I did want to ask you, if I may, uh, was there a family history with Jamie? There wasn't, Steve. Um, there was no family history for him. He was a really healthy guy, too. He was. He, uh, yeah, worked he was. Out. He was. He worked out all the time. He was a bit of a Boy Scout. You know, he did all the right <laughs> things. Um, you know, I... I've told you, you know, this, I have to say that. <laughs> I told you this story before, and I, I try to make sure everybody hears this story uh, about Jamie Samuelson. When I worked with him, uh, we were part of a group that owned three stations in town, and they were all big stations, and Jamie was on one of the other morning shows, but we, we had offices close to each other. We used to kid each other about how quickly we could escape the building if we got canned, and no one could could find us in 10 minutes time we would argue oh i can be out of here in eight minutes i only have uh, an ink ink pen and my laptop oh yeah well i can be out of here in six you know so that was kind of a challenge but it would i have to say because i know you you uh, you need to hear this if, if if you don't remember me telling you this before uh the, the environment over there especially on the side jamie worked was man was it a boys club and it wasn't just a boys club it was a high school locker room it was because those were the people the personalities involved so there was a lot of uh locker room talk all the time and it was it was part of the atmosphere and as much as everyone used to talk about going out and hooking up and goofing off and and being a studly guy (laughs) jamie would always just want to talk about you and the kids and uh, when you say he was a bit of a Boy Scout, he took great pride in that. So when they were all talking about on Monday what they did over the weekend and uh, I woke up and I uh, didn't know who I was with and all this crazy, you know, bachelor behavior, he took great pride in in talking about how you guys would um, make popcorn and watch a movie. 
that we sit on the couch. That makes me feel so good. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, the, the radio industry is such a, a weird world. And um, the fact that he was able to, to find his way in that and really make his home here in Detroit was a blessing um, yeah. for him and, and for us. But it, it really was, you know, who he was on the air was who he was in person. Um, and he loved hanging out with us and being with the kids and being at their events and all of their games and marching band competitions and, and all of the things um, he was there for. He was very present. And um, we're, we're lucky that we, we had him for the, for the time that we did. I look back uh, very fondly, Christy, on the time that I spent with Jamie at the fan. And I think uh, we're the only two broadcasters in the history of Detroit Sports Radio that did a half hour, 45 minutes on potato salad. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, those are the important things, Steve. Yes, of course it is, Christy, and it's, it, it's undervalued. Uh, but listen, folks, um, if you're at an age uh, where you need a colonoscopy, uh, I, I, I've gone through it three times. It's all about nothing. Uh, the prep day, okay, get yourself a book or a couple of good magazines. Or a laptop. And, and just whatever the case may be, and uh, get this thing done. It is so very important. Yeah, I want to speak to all the guys out there who have that natural aversion to anything going in the wrong direction in that area of their body, and they just freak out. Get over it, man, because honestly, you don't know anything. There's, you don't feel a thing. They give you this fabulous propofol or some kind of twilight drug. You you don't remember or feel or have any after effects. As Steve mentioned, the prep is a pain, but that you know, once once you get through that, uh, it's just a matter of cleaning out your system. But you don't feel anything. You don't feel violent. All no, those- you actually you actually hear the nurse say, "Okay, uh, Mr. Courtney, could you count back from a <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and you're and you're gone. And then when you wake up, uh, somebody brings you coffee, and you're on your way home. So, and the other part, Christy, is uh, you should tell people the, the good news about once you have it done, you're good for a while, right? Yeah, and that's the that's the great thing. Hopefully, you become like the five year club person, or even the ten year club person, or maybe they found something and they were able to get it out early, like a polyp. They can remove these precancerous polyps, and then you're good. Um, this is really it's really easy. I had my first colonoscopy done three weeks after Jamie passed away, wow. and I was scared. Um, I, I was scared, but sure. if I can do it, you can do it. Um, the age now has been dropped to 45. It's no longer 50. This year, they right. dropped the age for colonoscopies to 45, so your insurance will cover it now. The U.S. Preventative Task Force finally came out and did this because of the numbers of people under the age of 50 getting colorectal cancer. So if you're 45, if you love Pearl Jam, it's time for you to go. <laughs> there you go. Um, All right. And, and you're uh, working in uh, cooperation with the American Cancer Society, correct? I've been um, talking with them, and, and for me, time that you can get the word out and you can join forces. There's so many great organizations around the country, Colorectal Cancer Alliance, Fight Colorectal Cancer, and, of course, the American Cancer Society, cancer.org. You can find all the answers to your questions there. And remember, get a good relationship with your primary care doctor yes. and get yourself checked out. Yes, and uh, the other thing is uh, when they give you that little card after you get your annual physical, the one where you mail in a sample, don't toss that away. I don't, you know, we all say, okay, Mm -hmm. thanks, and we go home and we put it in the drawer and it it never gets you. Do one thing or the other, but uh, get it done, get over it, and uh, if that can be the message of 
of Jamie's brilliant life and his uh, loving contribution to you and the city of Detroit. Uh, some good can come from this in a peculiar way, but I know he would be happy about that, and I know you've kind of made it your life's work now. Yeah, and um, I still hear from people who love to tell me about their colon health, which is which is okay <laughs> if you see me out in public. Hey, I, I got some pictures, uh, Ms. McDonald. You I know can. we've never met, but check this out. <laughs> You'd be you'd be surprised, and it and it really I think speaks to the connection that um, we're we are in this together, and and you know you can take control of your health as much as you can, and you know and do it for your family. But people come up to me, they tell me they've had it done, they tell me what they found, um, and there are some people, uh, Steve and Jim, who have gone in because of Jamie's message, and they have found cancer. Of course, and they are fighting cancer today. And uh, there is a woman who sent me a card in the mail and said, I believe my husband is alive because of your husband. It's so very important, Christy. I want to applaud you for the work that you've done under very difficult circumstances. Uh, You lost the love of your life. And for you to take it upon yourself uh, and get the message out uh, is very admirable. And uh, thank you very much for that. And so happy to hear that you and the kids are good. Thank you so much, Steve and Jim. Big hugs to both of you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. You got it. All All right. right. Christian McDonald, uh, and if you need more info, you can check it out on our website and also uh, just ask your doc, and they will hook you up. I guarantee you they'll do it very quickly. We're going to continue. We're going to play one more round of High Five. If you'd like to play along with us, this is your chance. Call in now, 1-800-859-0957, 5-7, and if you get all five right, you're off to see the Blue Man Group, and you get some Jack's car washes from WJR.